What if there was a way to hack your brain? To figure out why you're not taking the action you know you need to, and why the action you are taking isn't working? Well, there is. And this podcast is designed to show you how to do that, to see your mind, to coach yourself, and ultimately to create the life and business of your wildest dreams without the hustle or the stress. I'm your host, Elizabeth Salazar. Let's dig in. Well, hello there. Fancy running into you here. Today is episode 92 of the Strategic Mindset Podcast. Let's jump in. So two weeks ago, I shared with you what a consistently growing business looks like. Episode 90. And one of the things that I like to do, again, this comes down to the game playing of building your business with your mind, is I like to kind of twist and turn all the different ways that I can think about how I help my clients. And so creating this picture of what a consistent business looks like, right? Not just the front side where people are talking about, ooh, look how much money I make, but the behind the scenes end of what you're going to see, what you are going to experience. And so today's episode is kind of the twist and turn of that, which is habits that will delay your growth. Now, there's always, right, like the both sides. So you can expect to be moving consistently. And as a part of consistent growth, you can expect that sometimes you're going to be delaying yourself. But this is all part of the process, right? It's all part of that consistent growth. Because sometimes I think we think, oh, I'm going to just be perfect all the time. I'm always going to be in the best headspace. I'm always going to be super clear and super, I don't know, sold. But the thing is, is you won't be. You will be a human with a human mind and a human experience. And I was thinking about this last night and it's like, I think that's probably the number one thing that separates me from other coaches, right? It's just who I am at this point. And it's my acceptance of the human mind. And when I look at my clients and I look at how much judgment they have, I look at how much like, right, they're trying to make themselves perfect. They're trying to do it right. They're trying to get it right the first time. And then there's that element of judgment when they don't. And when I think about the best thing I can give you is it's helping you to realize that it's always both, right? In part of growing a consistent business, you will be nailing it and you will be not nailing it. And today's episode is what to expect when you're not nailing it. Maybe that's what the episode should be called. So you know that sometimes you're going to be nailing it and that sometimes you're not. And the biggest reason for you to accept that as just part of the process is because it helps you catch yourself doing it and then readjust back into what helps you grow consistently. So there are five habits. I'm going to tell them what you tell you what they are and then we'll dig into them. So the first habit that will slow down your growth, stunt your growth, right? Delay your growth is that you're going to try to sell your person before you sell yourself. 
The second thing that you're going to do is you're going to not value the space your brain needs. The third thing you're going to do is you aren't going to be in your client's heads, right? You're going to be in yours. The fourth thing you're going to do is you're going to move fast and you're going to miss learning from yourself. And the fifth thing you're going to do is you're going to solve the wrong problems. So let's dig into the first one, trying to sell your person without selling yourself. Now, notice how I say trying because it doesn't work. And yet, right, this is a space that you're going to find yourself getting hung up in. You're going to be really focused in on what do they want. You might be polling people. You might be out there gathering information. You might be, um, what else are you going to be doing, right? Like you're going to be sitting down writing emails to them. You're going to be just like, oh, what do they need? You're going to be really focused on them. And it feels, man, how does it feel? Like, like attached. It's, it's this, it's almost this like, scared feeling and it's it's with you wanting something from them right like when you're trying to sell them first you're hyper focused on them you're not really thinking of yourself but you're really focused on getting them to do something specific for you now it benefits them too but you're like really focused and when you're trying to sell them first what you are missing is the simplest place to start. And it's selling yourself first. So what does selling yourself first look like? It looks like you remembering and filling yourself with passion, with that feeling of being compelled, right? With that, like remembering why you do this and why you do it for them. When you sell yourself first, you feel different selling to your people. Now, I know that feelings sound like, uh, man, some of you are going to be like, oh, yeah, I get that. And some of you are going to be more in the low feeler element. And that's going to sound strange. That's okay. Let it sound strange. <laughs> when you start by selling yourself first, you're going to feel different. You are going to remember why you are passionate about these people. You're going to remember why you're passionate about coaching, why you love what you sell, why you're selling it. And when you're in that space, it's going to be easier to sell because you're not really selling, right? You're just helping them get what they want. And that space is so much easier, but it has to start with you being sold first you being sold on yourself, you being sold on coaching, you being sold on what's possible for them. And when you're in that space, you actually have access to completely different ideas and completely different, oh man, like solutions. Because you're not now trying to solve a problem from like a panicky, afraid, attached, um, right? Like you're instead you're solving this problem, this problem, quote unquote, how do I help them? You're solving it from this space of fun and openness and curiosity and commitment to growing you and a commitment to helping them, right? And in that space, your mind is going to feel more relaxed. It's going to feel more open and you're going to just try things for the fun of it. 
And it's going to seem more like, oh yeah, let's just see if this works. I don't know if it's going to work. I'm going to try it. Versus when you're really focused on selling them, your entire body tenses up. Everything becomes this like, I don't know if it's going to work, right? Like everything about it is harder. Now, remember, I said that this is going to be something you're going to come in and out of. So how do I, how do I sound like I know this so well? Because I do know it. It doesn't go away in the first $100,000. You are going to keep flowing in and out of things that slow your progress down. And the way you make more money is that you and your mind learn how to move through all of this more quickly. The second thing you're going to do to delay your growth, right? It's going to happen. It's not a problem. It's a normal part of growth. It's part of the growth cycle is you're going to forget to value the time your brain needs. Now, what this looks like is, is it's going to look like your to-do list being really important. It's going to look like getting things done being more important than you spending time on your head. Now, I give my clients, and if you sign up for my, my, free, my freebie, basically, um, it's, it's my daily work. And what that does is it gives you one time of day that you remember your goal, you feel the possibility of it, you take your brain to the space where it's done, and you practice building out your mind in the future based on what you'll be thinking. Why? Because you bring all of those thoughts back to this moment and your brain realizes, oh, I could think those now. And then you do. And you clean up your mind. Your mind needs to be cleaned up. It's no different than your house. If you just like, like don't clean it up, right? Eventually you're like, oh, that giant sticky note board. I just have all those laying around. <laughs> oh, my candles. I just keep putting them on that, that, uh, that thing right there. And soon the place just becomes cluttered and messy. Your brain does the same thing. And so you have to come in and you have to remind the brain this is where we're going. This is what we're creating. This is what we're thinking in a new way. This is what we're purposely thinking differently. And here's what we're taking out that we don't want to believe anymore because it doesn't help us create the results we want. But it's easy to forget to give your brain the space it needs. It's easy to value a to-do list. It's easy to feel pulled by all of the clients and enjoying your whole life and all of it, right? It's easy to believe a thought like, I don't have time. But you will know that your brain needs space and that you're not giving it to it because you're not creating the results you want and you feel bad, right? Like those two things paired together, <laughs> it's like, oh, my brain needs some more space. Because the other thing that you get from your brain, there's, there's lots of things, and that's, that's what I love about building a business with our mind, is that when you're focused on what does my mind need, you're giving yourself what you need first. It would be the equivalent, right, is of like trying to give everybody else what they need and then choosing not to sleep. Eventually, you fall on the ground <laughs> like exhaustion. But we do the same thing with our brain. We try and push it where it's like, oh, I'm not going to give you anything you need. Instead, I'm going to be really focused on everything outside of me. But giving yourself what you need, 
even just starts with this like acceptance of this is who I am in this exact moment. These are the results that I have. This is where I'm at. This is what I'm working with. All of it. And just that like calmness and groundedness in this is this is where I'm at right here. Another part of giving your mind is giving your mind the emotions you need to feel. Like whatever you think you're going to feel when you hit your goal is what your brain needs right now. Funny story. We were driving through a drive-thru the other night. And I don't know, I was a little bit out of it, right? Because it's dark now at 6.30. So my mind at, at after dark is like, I don't know, something's wrong. I should be home in a bed. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> so we're going through this drive-thru. I kid you not, my husband's like, hey, what do you want? And I reply, validation. I really just want some validation. <laughs> and then I realized what just came out of my mouth. I was like, oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> but your mind needs something from you. Whatever you think you're going to get from your goal is what your mind needs right now. So, so let me give you an example. Validation, for example, we all need it. And we're used to getting it from other people. We're used to taking their compliments and using that to like fuel you. We're used to asking for people's feedback or insight. It's like, no, we have to give it to ourselves. We have to look at what do you wish somebody else would tell you and then tell it to yourself and create that emotion for yourself because you tell yourself what you need. And those emotions you might need might be validation. They might be, right, like validation comes in the form of, like the thing I hear people say when they think about 100K is, is like, I'll know my business works. I know that I'm going to make it. I know I'm going to be successful. I'll, I'll know for sure, right? Like, but you won't. Nothing will be different at 100K. Nothing. Okay, you'll have made 100K. <laughs> you'll have some new thoughts. But the reality is, is that you won't have accumulated that 100K in your bank account. So you're not going to have $100,000 in the bank. You're just going to have a thought, I've created $100,000. And that thought is going to create a feeling. And that feeling is what you need. And what's interesting is, is that you might have already created $25,000 or $75,000. And you could be creating that same feeling from that thought when you stop and realize you need it. Another emotion you might need is pride or security or accomplishment or um, sufficiency. And so you want to just ask yourself, right, when you're giving your brain what it needs, when you're like, oh, yeah, I have to give myself what I need first, not try and just tap myself out to give it to everything else. You start looking at what do I need to be a whole, strong powerful individual ready to show up and create in my business what I want to have the capacity to be uncomfortable in the growth of my business because who I am and how I'm experiencing my own self is solid Ugh, I can't even like emphasize that one enough the third thing that you will do that will delay your growth, slow it down, whatever, right? Very normal. Even though I'm saying a delay, it's not a problem. Part of the process is that you are going to be in your clients. Or you're, you're not going to be in your client's heads. So if you're not in your client's head, where are you? <laughs> you're in your own head. And this is so easy, right? Because our brain is designed to think about us. 
I always love that example where, you know, people always think other people are thinking things about them. But the reality is, is every human is just thinking about themselves. And as coaches, and as entrepreneurs, we actually do some of the hardest work with our brain because we teach it to think not about us, but about other people. And that's not how the brain normally works. And so you're teaching your brain to do something that it's not normally going to do. It's worried about you. It's worried about keeping you alive. It's like, hey, my wrist hurts. This could probably be a really big problem. I better think about this all the time, (laughs) right? It's like constantly consumed with you. But when you're consumed with you in your business, that might look like obsessing about your goal. That might look like being like filling your own self with pressure and worry, That might look like obsessing about how your website looks or, um, man, who knows, right? All of the things. It might look like thinking about an email or a webinar or planning dinner or rehashing a conversation or feeling anxious or checking out because you feel anxious, right? It's taking your brain somewhere else that's not on your clients. And it's not that your head needs to be on your clients all the time, but it does have to be on them. It has to be in their head. Because when it's not, here's what I see. I saw somebody post this the other day. They were talking about this new thing that they created. And the way that they presented it was, I'm so excited to give this to you. This is like everything I wish I had. This is so amazing, right? And when you hear that, and you're, you've trained yourself to know, oh, I have to be in their head, what that indicates for your brain, right? Like that's the red alert where you're like, ah, I wasn't in their head. I was in mine. Because when I'm in my client's head, the way it sounds is, it's their exact thoughts. It's, I know you're thinking, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and here's, Like, and then you speak to what they're thinking. Now, being in your client's head takes effort and you will 100% not always do it. (laughs) And so when I saw this person doing it, right, it wasn't like a judgment from me. It was like, oh yeah, there's that thing again. Because we're always catching ourselves. We're always sharpening and honing what we do. And the best news of all, you guys, I was telling a client this week this, is that you will not be perfect and grow your business. You just don't need to be perfect. You don't need to be perfect on a consult, right? You don't have to be perfect um, in how you think about your business or how you think about yourself or, you know, like your niche or any of that, right? You can have so much mind drama and still make so much money because, It's just about these small areas that you step into and hold long enough. That's really all we're learning to do, right? We're stepping in. I think about this with emotion. You're stepping in and learning to hold your own validation and you're just holding it for longer and longer and you're teaching your brain that you can hold it, right? You're you're stepping into your own brain and you're teaching it how to think about your clients and be in their heads longer and longer, never 100% of the time. And how to then come back out and know, oh yeah, that's the place I go to do that thing. So being in your client's head, 
right? When you're not in your client's head thinking about their exact thoughts, exactly what's keeping them from what they want, how they feel that keeps them from what they want, their habits and patterns, right? You're just slowing down your growth. You're in that slower phase. The fourth thing that you will do that in your slow phase of growth is that you will move fast and not learn from yourself. Now, some of these all combine together, right? Like when you think about not valuing the time your brain needs, it's usually because you're in a hurry, right? Your brain's like, I'm so busy. I don't know. (laughs) When you're trying to sell your person first, there's usually some element of that urgency of like, got to get there fast, got to hurry up and get this done. When you're not in your client's heads and you're in your own, it's the same thing. So you want to expect that you're going to try to move really fast because you're going to think you're in a hurry to get somewhere and you have so much to do. And when you do that, part of the, 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 the delay of fastness, not that fastness is always a problem, right? Sometimes fastness is I'm making decisions quickly and bringing them to life. Perfect. Do that. <laughs> but if you're not creating the results you want, if you're in that delayed space and you're moving fast and you're not learning from yourself, it will slow you down because getting to the goal isn't the goal, right? The goal is to learn from yourself right now so that you can get to your bigger goal and learning from yourself. It will require you to slow down a little bit, right? It will require you to spend five minutes, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour looking at what do I need to learn from who I was because you can learn from who you were this morning. You can learn from who you were yesterday. And when you only learn from who you were, you know, recently, last month, this month, today, what you do is, is you tell your brain exactly what to shift and change. Oh, I was feeling really attached to my result and clingy and tense and panicky. Okay, I'll just change that one thing. And then you're like, okay, well, what do I need to be believing to not feel panicky and tense? and anxious and you just expect oh my brain's going to invite me to think that stuff but the the one change I'm making is to think this stuff and those one changes from you those are what add up those are what stack in the direction of you creating every result you want because what most people do when they're trying to move fast is they're trying to jump like 12 feet in front of them they're trying to like oh well what does this thing say I should do and I bet I can make big huge leaps and it it doesn't seem as sexy to be like oh you know what I've been feeling worried 70% of the time you know what I'm going to do I'm going to cut out some of that worry by seeing where I'm thinking those thoughts and just cutting them out so that every day I can show up to my business and not worry because when I'm not worried I'm focusing on my person I'm enjoying myself I have access to other ways to solve the problems, right? And so you're only learning from yourself so that you can make the tweaks from who you are, not from some podcast you heard, not from a program you're in, always changing from who you are. And then you might take that other stuff and bring it in and incorporate it, but it's not because you're trying to make big, huge and leaps. It's just because it's like, oh yeah, I'm taking that one thing, I, but I'm growing from who I have been. You slow down to learn from yourself. You discover what you need so that you can give it to yourself. 
And then the last thing that you're going to find yourself doing, right, a habit as a part of consistently growing a business is that sometimes you're going to solve the wrong problems, right? You're going to waste time doing it. And when I think about this one, man, it's like the brain always gives us this same round of stuff that's the problem. And the more familiar with it is, it's actually not any, it may be slightly more helpful, but I mean, my mind still does it. So I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, we just know what's going to happen. So what is the problem to solve for? It's always your mind. It's always your mind first. Because when you're thinking that there's a problem, your brain actually goes into a different mode of trying to solve it than when you're thinking this is all working. This is all working. It's just not creating the result that I want yet. And then you, your brain will actually feel different as it goes about solving from those two different places. It's like the person who's like, well, I mean, I'm not creating the results that I want with my content on social media. Therefore, it's not working. And now they feel that heaviness and that frustration and that worry Rather than saying, why would you ever think that thought? Why would you ever think that your messaging, your posts, your content, your copy isn't working? Because when you think it's not working, what does your brain tell you to go out and do? It's like, oh, you know what? We need to go buy a a copywriting program. We need to read a great book on that. We need to listen to a podcast. We need to, you know, oh, look, Facebook now knows. And so they're serving me up Facebook ads of people who are selling me things on how to write better, how to be clearer in my messaging but it's coming from the place that what you're doing isn't working, that it's, it's broken, that it needs fixed, that it's a problem, and it creates that heavy, ah, discouraged place. And your job is actually to keep yourself in the space where you're like, no, no, this is working, right? Notice how just seeing how something is working versus thinking it's not feels different. And suddenly, just like telling your brain to go look for Jeeps, You're like, oh, actually, I can see how this is working. And your mind starts to look for ways it's working. And your body physically changes. Your brain relaxes and you have access to solve things that you didn't have access to before. And now when you're like, oh, what is working? You go toward your business and you're like, okay, so this is working, but it's not creating the result that I want yet. Hmm, what do I wanna tweak and change? I don't know if my tweak or change is gonna work, but I'm gonna try it. Hmm, I wonder what I could change. And then you're looking at it curiously and openly and like, no, this is working and right, because you're thinking that you're actually feeling good about your business and about yourself and about what you're creating. And from that feeling good place, you are more willing to try things to see if they work You're more open as you look at your stuff and you might notice something where you're like, wait a minute, I was in my own head. I wasn't thinking about them. I was thinking from my thoughts and I forgot to think about what they're thinking. And then that might be the one change you make. Or you might look at your post or whatever, right? And you might say, Oh my gosh, I remember thinking, I sure hope that, or, or what was this one I caught? I thought what, I thought this thought once and then I looked at my thing later and I was like, oh, I remember I was thinking that thought. (laughs) And the thought was something like, oh, they're going to think I'm really smart when they read this. (laughs) 
And so when I was like, hmm, it didn't create the result that I wanted, but this everything is still working. And then I was like, what would I want to tweak? And I'm like, oh, I remember writing it and thinking that thought. You know what? I'll tweak that thought. <laughs> so notice how different it is, right? Notice how I'm laughing and I'm feeling like fun and light with myself as I solve for that versus when you're in the other space and it feels heavy and it feels discouraging and your brain is finding everything that's not working. There will always be, right? Some of you might be thinking, oh, but Elizabeth, you're just like, you're just not in touch with reality or whatever. And I hear you. But if there's always things that are working and there are always things that aren't working, why would I choose to focus on what's not working? instead of choosing to believe that it is working and it all works out because I'm creating my results and I create them in the future and I'm doing it one day at a time. Why would I choose to stay and focus on everything that's not working? I wouldn't. I wouldn't put those glasses on and choose to see my business and choose to see the world because it doesn't serve me. It doesn't serve you. And so I know that your mind and maybe even other people out in the world are gonna tell you to be realistic. Don't put those glasses on because realistic doesn't exist. You always wanna say, am I choosing to see it from it's working or am I choosing to see it from it's not working? Because that one lens change makes a difference in how you show up and how you are able to solve and grow your business. Okay, so remember, all five of these habits you are going to experience as you grow your business. Not because anything has gone wrong, but because you are in the normal phases of a consistently growing business. And inside of a consistently growing business, sometimes you are gonna nail it. You are gonna be on fire. You are gonna hit every goal you have. You're gonna feel amazing and powerful and successful. And sometimes you're not. And that is part of the process. Sometimes you're going to be in these phases, sometimes in these areas longer than others. But the reason that you know that they're there is so you can expect them and pull yourself back. So let me recap what those five are, and then you can get back out there and start seeing how it's working. So thing number one, you're going to try and sell your person before you sell yourself. Thing number two, you're gonna not, you're gonna forget to value the time your brain needs. Habit number three, you are gonna be in your head, not your client's heads. Habit number four, you're gonna move fast and you're gonna forget to learn from yourself. And habit number five, you're going to, I said waste time solving the wrong problems, but really what that can be summed up in is you're going to look at your business from the perspective of it's not working and solve it from there and go down all those rabbit holes that your brain tells you to solve for from it's not working rather than playing the light and fun game of it is working and I'm just not creating the result that I want yet. Okay, I hope you have an amazing day. It's like kind of warm recently, and that is a nice way to be in November. So go out there, work on your business, and see it all working. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Strategic Mindset Podcast. Before you go, take a minute and leave a review. 
and hit that subscribe button. <laughs> These are actually the only two ways that I have to know who's on the other end. And so if you haven't already, do those things and I'll see you next time. And I'll see you next time.